Hey guys, welcome to Church and Other Drugs, and here we go for part two of the post-hardcore tournament with Dan Koch. I hope you are enjoying these as much as we enjoyed making them. Uh, I still, I want to reach out to me on these and let me know what picks you are angry I made, or uh, if you think I did it correctly. Um, yeah, I stuck to the rule of song versus song, which was very hard to do because I'm very biased toward a lot of these bands. Uh, but enjoy part two. Uh, next week, we got uh, Suki Jones. I think I don't know if I said that last time, but author of Sea Swallow Me. Uh, it's a great little memoir. Maybe pick it up and read it before next week's episode so you'll know what we're talking about. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. This is the left side. This is the right side. Welcome back to Pretty Good Vibrations. Jed, we are, I think I called it part two last time, but we, we put all that together, that previous two hours and change. That That's part one. I still think we're going to go to three parts here. We'll, we'll see what happens. This is a mega tournament, of course. we got 32 artists instead of the usual 16 and we've got how many we've got four rounds four matchups left in round one and then we will get into round two uh i got my you can't see it under my sweatshirt but i got my me without you shirt on tonight Ooh. i'm repping which uh, one uh it's the like oh gosh how do i there there's there, i think it's kind of like maybe and it's kind of gold and gray and i don't know it's good it's a good shirt. Okay. I'll t- uh, how I'll take how are you feeling? How are you feeling about what we've done so far? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling conflicted about a few things. I'm sure there were yeah. some tough, tough matchups. Okay, tough calls. Some Very drowned darlings. Calls, well, let's get back into it. So now we've got the bled versus taking back Sunday. <laughs> okay. See, dude, the tough match. I I still find it hard to believe that you're not doing this on purpose. No, dude. There's just I know, a that's lot of, incredible. This is your favorite that is kind a, of music. That is incredible. I know that's true. This is that's a, that's you know? a solid point. Well, I, it, all right, let's see what the songs. Okay, so taking back Sunday, they are a little bit hobbled because we did hear some songs by them from that radio uh, scene radio tournament, right? Some of those mm. singles we heard make damn sure at the very minimum, and. Um, so here we are getting, and I believe, and then they were on the Warp Tour 04 one, maybe we heard Cute Without the E. Uh, so here we are getting Your So Last Summer, a song that I actually, I think I might like more than either of those songs. Let's do it. She said, don't, don't let it go to your head. Boys like you are a dime a dozen. Boys like you are a dime a dozen. She said, you're a touch, overrated You're a lush, and I hate it But these crusties on my knees They won't mean a thing And oh, I need to know Is that something else you've been Maybe I should hate you for this 
<laughs> you, you should just because uh, this is the okay. This is a lyric corner. That is that is the song I go to. Uh, you should play the um, the truth. You're okay, so close. Here we go. Yeah. All right, one more little one more little clip here. Just a snippet. Truth. It's you could slip my throat. And with my one last gasping breath, I apologize for bleeding on your shirt. That, yeah. I mean, that was if, it. If emo could be summarized if peak emo could be summarized in one lyric that might be it that is it the truth is you could slit i think i brought that up in in the original you could slit my throat and with my one last gasping breath i would apologize for bleeding on your shirt okay let's let's just linger here for a minute there's a couple things that that lyric is doing number one it's got some violence in there okay Mm -hmm. bleed blood whatever slit Second of all, it's got some real sad boy energy, right? A kind of like a beta male uh, putting everything he's got into this song he's writing by himself in his bedroom in his parents' house, mm-hmm. right? But then it's got that faux masculinity with the violence and stuff. Uh, and then finally, it has a romanticism to it, like almost like a John Hughes film kind of a sentimentality. That's that's the trifecta right there, man. I gotta say too, like that's pretty creative. That's pretty well written. Yeah, I mean it. Sure, and and you when know. I heard it when I was seventeen, <laughs> sure. I probably loved it. Oh, dude, um, it was <laughs> okay. Now up against the blood, a uh, very very much an underdog here. This is from their. I actually think it's their third record. It's their maybe it's their second record from Found in the uh, Flood. Second. Yeah. Okay. The first one, Past the Flask, is the one I'm more familiar with, but. Here is Last American Cowboy by The Blood. is they just they they're just on the cusp of post hardcore a lot of songs are just kind of more hardcore but they are described like in writings like wikipedia and stuff as a post hardcore band they do sing sometimes but they are they're almost in that just straight up hardcore almost metalcore world you're you're telling me that that was the number one spotify play song Indeed it is, my friend. There's no show you. way. There's no way. I will show you. It is, in fact, far and away the number one. You see those numbers? That is. 1.3 All right, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do I want to. Against Taking Back Sunday, you want to do something <sighs> else here? If you would like to hear something else as we bid them adieu, we can do that. Okay. Yes. Because okay. <laughs> number one, this this uh, little trivia, 
uh, the song "You Know Who's Seatbelt." So its original title was yes. Dale Earnhardt's Seatbelt, yeah, and Dale this Earnhardt was famously Seatbelt. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Excuse me, yeah. uh, right after he died. Uh, so they kind of poor that taste. That was like an early yeah. Yeah. Well, well, but these days, yeah. Do you feel like that would, if that came out today, that it would still be considered like people would still be up in arms? I would say probably more likely that people would be up in arms today than when they did it. Yeah. I think you get away hmm. with less of that kind of stuff. That chicane. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. But uh, you're obviously, you're giving it to Taken Back Sunday. Yes. Then. That, yeah. that is, that's a buzzsaw in, in this. But Let's I, talk about that song briefly before we say goodbye to the blood. So I, I've been thinking, you know, you never want to, you never want to say, ah, oh, their first record, they had it best. But I do think it's true for them. And I like a bunch of later stuff. We're going to hear later stuff here tonight. Some of it I really like. But I actually think that Taking Back Sunday is at their best when they are still trying to figure out, like they're, they're not quite polished yet. And they're doing a lot of overlapping vocals. Oh, I think it's that's the, when yeah. they're at their best. And they do, they continue to do that, but they well, do he, it he kind of less. for a while. Well, I know. John, yeah. yeah. John and, Nolan left, but then they got the other guy who's cool. Uh, what's his name? From I don't Breaking, know. I just, from Breaking Pangea. Anyway. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I yeah, just, yeah. I'm a John Nolan stan because I loved Stray Light Run. And I feel like uh-huh. that is one of the most underrated bands that yeah, should good. have made it. And they uh, almost did. They had a, they had a, uh, an MTV or like a fused music video hit with yeah. Big Shot Hands in the Sky. Hmm. Um, well, they're going to be in the, uh, the peak emo, 2000s emo tournament. So existential, we'll, we'll existentialism. I love that song. That would probably be my vote for like best song. It's just so, anyway, we can't talk about okay. that. Okay. Thank but, you, Max Sunday. So number one, two with this album, Adam Lazara hadn't lost his voice yet. Like, mm. dude, his live voice is, is, is pretty wrecked. I, I, I like I'm his okay vocals on subsequent records still quite a bit. In Have you studio. seen them live recently? Well, we did, no, we did Warp Tour with them. I mean, I got it. I was never blown away live even mm. then. Um, but I think, I think they don't, what they don't get enough credit for maybe is arriving fully formed on this first album. I mean, I can't believe how much is there, uh, right away. This was the defining album of this era. This was it. And it was, it was a toss up between this and your favorite weapon from, it was the brand new from brand new, which would have been funny. I think the taking back Sunday record is, uh, I think that was bigger. I think I think the big oh, brand yeah. new record is Deja and Tendu, the second one. It was, it was. Yeah. But it, but I think uh, Favorite Weapon and this one came out at the same time. But yes, yeah. this was, and I, th- it took our, it took Columbia, South Carolina and Irmo High School by <laughs> storm because they played at New Brooklyn Tavern and, you know, there was 37 people there and we just was like, oh my God, that's it, dude. Yeah. Okay, well, let's say goodbye to the bled by playing a little bit of You Know Who's Seatbelt. This is the song I know best by them as well. Really, almost more of a metalcore, hardcore band. Even this song. This song has no singing in it. But they do sing enough to get categorized as post-hardcore. So here's here's that track.
Dude, I got to see them. I got to see them play uh, past the flask at Furnace Fest two years ago. Oh, that's fun. Crushed it, dude. Crushed it. Yeah. I heard back then (laughs) that they made that record for like $3,000 in someone's garage. Dude, it, it's a start to finish banger. It is a rare student, no skip banger. All right, also, next up. Yep. Well, side note, we, we should, on like a Patreon, we should release the video of, uh, I wish y'all could see us just air rocking out every, for every song. <laughs> every song. Dude. It'd be every a song. super cut. It would all look exactly the same though. So yes, it might get yes. kind of boring. All right, next up, we've got Finch versus Ooh. Thursday. Now oh, Finch, God. one of those bands that had a bunch of success. They were kind of at the very beginning of it, maybe even a bit early you might say for this style of music. And then they did that whole like second album got arty and changed their style and basically deflated their career. But man, when this came out, we, we played a clip of this in the screamo tournament for fun. Cause we, they weren't included in that tournament. So from Finch, we get what it is to burn. A knowing huh, in that little yep, yep. pause the, in the chorus. The drum part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For the longest time, too, I, I could have sworn it was uh, like a bastard, but it is like a bad star. <laughs> I always thought it was a black star. Interesting. Like a bastard. <laughs> I love, I love. That might have been um, the South Carolina in you there, Jed. Yeah. I love misunderstood, misheard lyrics. That's yeah. my favorite genre of YouTube video. That that album came out oh two, but I actually think that this song was on an EP in two thousand or two thousand and one, and that's really got the kind of it was drive through records kind of as they were just getting going. It's still got that kind of Deftones far like it's a little bit of an active rock thing going oh, on. Oh yeah, you know, kind of bef- when that was big on the radio before bands like Taking Back Sunday and Fall Out Boy and all those bands hit the radio. So that's kind of an interesting just contextual. Yeah. Because I, I remember the the intro was different, and I like the original intro better. I think it was a cello intro instead of that like weird warble. Yeah, it's like a. I think it's basically a melo. Uh, what is that called? A melodica? No. Harmonium? No. A head there's automatica? A weird, no. There, <laughs> there's a weird <laughs> instrument. I'm blanking on the name. John Bryan uses it in his film scores, like Eternal Sunshine, uh, stuff oh. like that. It's, it is an old, like it's a it's a copyrighted brand name, and it came with these weird discs. It was basically a a specific type of Mellotron, and I, oh. I forget what it's called, but I I, ended up, I used it on a Pacific Old record once, 
Anyway, um, Finch is up against Thursday. Now, Thursday also quite hobbled from their previous appearances. So from them, we get like the fourth or so biggest song, third or fourth, War All the Time from the album War All the Time. I like Thursday a lot more than Finch, but that Finch song is their best song. And that's like, I don't know, my 15th favorite Thursday song, if that. It's cool. I I don't know that I'd call that Finch's best. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, yes, it's very, yeah, it's very close, but man, um, Letters to You. I mean, there's a lot that's on what that we would hear. That's what we'd hear next is Letters to You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of the songs that inspired me to start playing double bass because just that little. Um, just a double I, kick I drum. Made my, yep. Yeah, made my drum teacher teach me that song because I was so impressed. A Thursday War all the time. Drum so, by the landing in the summer. She uh, fell in I'm gonna say day. that I do not like how that album is recorded, is produced. Thursday I, or Finch? Like Thursday. Yeah. It's does it sound muddy to you? Am I making no, that up? I don't know. No, it, it sounds fine to me. I, I like the way for the workforce drowning sounds, which is also on that record. Yeah, like but, but all of them almost sound like low fidelity. Is that just a purposeful thing? That must be because they had a lot more money to make that record. Than That's what I'm saying. Yeah that, yeah, that was a major label debut, wasn't yep. it? Yep. They had a radio budget, all that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was written this this whole that whole album was about like 9-11 and the war in Iraq. Right. Wasn't that kind of the thing? Uh, if you like Thursday, I would highly recommend checking out the book Sellout by Dan Ott. Uh, It's like one band per chapter, and the Thursday chapter is great. I mean, every chapter is great. Uh, He does really good reporting. that book is arriving tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, someone someone somewhere on, probably in the Furnace Fest group, recommended it, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. You will enjoy it. It's great. Um, I am going with Thursday. You are. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Tell me about it. I'm surprised, but tell me. So you think that that song war all the time is better. You, it hit you better right now than what it is to burn hit you right now. I do. I mean, I'm not allowed to how it hit me at the time. I'm not allowed to, it's it's gotta be right now. I, I will say as a lyric guy, Obviously, those Thursday lyrics are more interesting than, I mean, exactly, is like exactly. pretty, pretty juvenile. It's yeah. the, man, that the sun doesn't rot, that part, the way he sings it, the lyrics, the turn and the song yeah. just gets me, dude. All right. It just I'm gets it. me. Um, okay. God, what it is to burn is, mm, I gotta, I gotta go with, I gotta go with Thursday, man. I really okay. do. I really do. All right. Well, Finch for me just reminds me of like really, really coming into my own as an emo fan, as a college student, 
really O2 is the year that Sherwood decided to make a go of it. And so that song and, and those few songs by them, they remind me of just the period of my college life right before I got myself into like a full-time band. It took us about two years from that point to actually put out the Sherwood EP and start touring. We had a couple much worse EPs that we produced before then <laughs> and uh, under a different band name. And, you know, but so that, that song and that record and the sound of it and everything just takes me right back to that. You know, I'm 21 years old. We've just decided to do this thing. Uh, no, rather I'm not, I'm 18 years old, rather 18, 19. And we've just decided to do this thing. And, uh, yeah, so th th that's just fun. And, and I always like listening to it. I, I, I never skip that track. I love it. I, it's the, that's the saddest band to me. Like what, why did they abandon that? Like that's a, it's that's tales as all this time. perfect. Yeah. But you know, <sighs> everybody gets, you know, they want to be taken seriously. They want something different, you know, this or that. It's it's a it's a it's a normal tale. In fact, I, I have thought it'd be fun to do an episode. Maybe we talked about this last time. Yeah, we did uh, about like yeah. uh, sh sharp left turns. Yeah, sharp left turn albums. That'd be and though. All right. Well, way to go Thursday. Uh, next up, brand new versus Blood Brothers. <laughs> These are very different no, bands. Dude, These are no. very different bands. <laughs> Don't do this, dude. Uh, no. Okay, from brand new we get the song Jesus Christ from the devil and God are raging inside me. This is bullshit. Dirty man. Love rhymes with hideous car wreck by the Blood Brothers from their album Crimes. Play this from the intro, okay. please, sir. I, I shall make that request. There's tile tracks, zigzagging tools to like the devil's self portrait. Interesting. Is that the first time? Is that was that Virgin for you? You know, I must have heard that record when it came out, but it was 
2004. I mean, it's been a long time. The only What'd Blood Brothers I listen to ne- still is the Burn Piano Island Burn album. Oh, I wow. listen to uh, I listen to that song, Guitar Me, um, and Ambulance Cecilia and the Silhouette Saloon is my easily my favorite uh, Blood Brothers song. Man, they did they did a lot past that. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, um, the kind of the kind of like uh, like kind of femcore. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right term for it. Sasscore, Sasscore, Sass right, yeah, is not. I mean, that that to me feels very dated to the mid two thousands. You know, if I look at photos of myself from those years, wearing girl jeans and you know putting flowers in my hair at Warp Tour and stuff like that, it all kind of tracks. And I don't really feel like I relate to it that much now at 40. Yeah, I, that's that's what I, I think I love about And for them, I would say they epitomized it and it was extremely genuine for them. Like oh, it I'm didn't sure feel it put on at all. Yeah. Um, I think Lyric they were probably Corner, influential in that in that way. It would oh, be my guess. They, they were one of the reasons also them and number 12 looks like you were the reasons that I wanted two vocalists in my band. Yeah. We had two screamers, like, yeah. and I, 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 I emulated. I tried to emulate his high screams all the time because I loved him. Um, so, lyric corner, that song and a lot of songs off of that album uh, are based on Chuck Palahniuk stories. So that song was a, based mm. on Invisible Monsters. Um, okay, from Autumn to Ashes did that too, which is interesting. But yeah, yeah I, I remember, gotta say, I mean, I, I think I would have been really impressed by that in my twenties, but. Another band who based their songs off of Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, well, but now but does at not least, at do least, much for me. Well, from Autumn to Ashes, literally transcribed That's lines worse. from That's it. Much That's worse. whack. But yeah. Blood Brothers wrote a song yeah. out of it. But then you have Daggum Jesus Christ from Brand New. I know. Straight up, one of the most incredible. I'm guessing he's. I don't know his faith leanings but he obviously yeah he he was, has some sort of wrestling he had something I, I think he was raised christian i i once spoke very briefly to andy hull from manchester orchestra about this uh outside of we we like crossed paths with them um in the uk once this makes my mm-hmm. life sound cooler than it was uh, and we spoke like outside of venue like they were playing the big room and we were playing the small room or something like that and I think they were on tour with Brand New. And like at that point in our lives, 2008, you know, we were absolutely obsessed with like who of our favorite bands might be Christians in some way. And of course, there yeah. enough evidence. So we asked him about it. And he, he, you know, said something like, yeah, you know, Jesse, Jesse's got his own way of doing things, but like we talk about it. And I, I mean, this is now uh, 15 years ago. I, I haven't thought about it much since then, but and, you know. Andy stayed a Christian, huh? Please say yes. I don't know. I have no idea, man. I think he did. All I know Judge, is that judging by his lyrics. Of my friends, half of my friends aren't Christians anymore. Maybe half still are. That's an upcoming uh ongoing series on you have permission. Still still Krish, where I talk to people who still are and ask them why. Yep. I'm still Krish, baby. Still Krish over here. Yeah. Same. Um uh although most Krish most Christians wouldn't have me, but I'll still claim yeah. it. Um so who are you giving it to? Blood Brothers. You are. Yeah. Whoa. That, well, because of song versus song, like, okay. Jesus Christ by Brand New is not 
you really that I think that's a great song. Let's let's hear what you let's hear your reasoning. It it, it is. It's an amazing song. Yeah. Uh, but we're going impact for impact right now in a post hardcore tournament. There is much more going on in Love's Love Rhymes with Hideous sure, Rick sure. than there is Jesus well, Christ. I'll tell you this. If you were to you play know, like Limousine or something, I could I, I did an entire I did half a podcast episode on the song Limousine and a deep dive <laughs> about if you want to listen to it, Church Other Drugs, it's a uh, episode like two forty something. That yeah. So <laughs> Well it's you know I'll tell you it's not a big deal because brand new are making an appearance in also in the two thousands emo Mm. Uh, they, they were in both. I put them in both brackets and just figure, you know, if we hear a song, we won't hear it in the other one. So they're going to get a chance to, re- to avenge their own name and, and go further in that tournament. So, wow. Okay. That's, God, a, that's you're making big, me second guess, but I got to go with it. upset. I got to go upset. with That's it. probably the biggest upset thus far, right? It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, then we will talk about the blood brothers later. And since brand new is going to be in that other tournament, I don't think we need to talk about them right now. Obviously, Huge band in the scene. Last first round matchup: Bear versus Shark versus Blindside, Sweden's own. From Bear two versus bands. Shark, what? Uh, two bands that I never got into. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see what happens here. From yeah, Bear so versus this is Shark, pretty virgin. We get Catamaran. I just liked it in Spotify. Okay, but speaking of being desperate for any cool rock band that might be Christian, I present to you the song Pitiful by Blindside, <laughs> which got some radio and MTV type play. I think they were on Conan Live, and, and I uh, watched this that video song? a million times doing this song. Pitiful, okay. yeah. Here we go, by Blindside from the album Silence. This is O2, so this is right in that kind of Finch coming out of of far and, and early Deftones era. Pitiful. I saw a call with my stomach torn I was hiding away from myself Away from you Like nothing or something was terribly wrong And I admit that I was only waiting for the right time The right moment for you to look away Pretending for a while. So I can walk without being right. I remember, I remember what you said. Come back in time to me, and I remember I still painted. Then it falls apart. 
think at a commercial level, POD ran so Blindside could walk. That's good. It's right I around that era. I heard that song. You've heard that song. Yeah. 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 And was that a direct Jesus line oh, 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 next yeah. I saw? Yeah, the next, I didn't play that one because it's a little heavy handed. I know as I hammered those nails into your beautiful hands, your eyes still try to search for mine, but I look away. It's it's like at wow. the time I was like, hell yeah, brother. And now I'm like, it's a little, it's a little on, on the nose here. Is that but bad yeah. though? Like, does that really, is that a bad thing? No, I, I think that what I, let's not, I won't do too long of a theology corner here, but. Oh yeah, that's right. But I don't, I don't love the whole, my sin nailed his hands to the cross. It is one particular way of thinking about that event. <coughs> Excuse me, that event in, in Jesus's life and death. Uh, it is not a way that I think is like a particularly good way to think about it for a number of reasons. And so I, I find it to be kind of an overwrought, almost like an emotional manipulation, especially of young people. Maybe not so much if you're an adult and you have a real conversion experience and that language really speaks to you, like I, more power to you. But being kind of raised up as a kid in that world and given that language, that sort of, yeah, that really overwrought, like very guilty uh, like directly guilty kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, I don't think that God's like that. And so that's okay, a little so, bit harder for me. Okay. So you don't love Jesus. Got it. Moving exactly, on. Exactly. Moving on. Yeah. Um, what did you, wh- who do you want to, who do you want to <laughs> give it to? Uh, Blindside. You're going to give it to him. Okay. Well, Bear yeah. versus Shark, they, um, a couple songs by them have really, uh, just as I've been kind of shuffling this playlist, getting ready, you know, just for fun, I'll, Sometimes I'll, I make these playlists obviously beforehand. And so I'll listen to them and just hear some stuff. A couple of theirs have really stood out to me. So they've definitely been added to my repertoire and I'm, I'm glad to have discovered them um, in this, in this uh, tournament. So that concludes. I didn't know Go ahead. they were from across the pond. I didn't either. I, I really knew very little about them. Um, no, no, no. They're from Detroit. No, mean, Detroit. No, yeah. Blind sides from Sweden. Okay. Dude, dude's got an MC5 t-shirt on in their uh, in their main photo here on spotify a uh, small band but i do remember them having an impact at the time and looks like they have continued to put some music out um but we're going to give it to blindside so that that concludes round one yes so we did it to conclude here are the bands that made it through round one to round two afi at the drive-in sparta dead poetic the sound of animals fighting the mars volta Dance, Gavin, Dance, Me Without You on my t-shirt. Fear Before the March of Flames, Circa Survive, Thrice, Manchester Orchestra, Taking Back Sunday, Thursday, The Blood Brothers, and Blindside. Not a bad little grip of bands. That's a list. That is a group, which round two is going to be infinitely harder. Well, let's start it. AFI versus At the Drive-In. From AFI, we get The Leaving Song Part 2. The radio, I don't know if it was a huge hit, but... Definitely got radio and MTV play. Moderately huge. Yeah. Don't waste your touch. You won't feel anything. All you said to save me. I'm not too much. You won't find anything. Why everything Yes. 
not know there was a Spanish verse. No, no, it's it's like a it's the spe- it's the spoken word in the pre-chorus. He's speaking yeah. Spanish. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know that that was I'm Spanish either. Makes just found now. out. It does make a lot of sense. I okay. wonder what I thought. Now, I love that song, but this mm-hmm. song it's coming up against is, for me, one of the all-time great heavy album openers. Maybe maybe top five. Maybe Mount Rushmore. And that is Arc Arsenal, track one, from Relationship of Command by At The Drive-In. <laughs> big house show energy yeah that record is so interesting it is raw very it it is like i mean it's 2000 so that kind of that kind of tracks sing the sorrow is oh three it's three years later the afi record um if this were a tournament of like fantastic radio rock bands i think you know or radio rock songs or something like i would for sure want to give that to the leaving song but as a post-hardcore tournament, I don't know how you're going to vote against at the drive-in here, if that's uh, in, if that's what you intend to do. Uh, and I might veto you if you do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with AFI. So you should, I'm vetoing. You should I'm up. using All my right, first veto on. on at the drive-in. So let let's talk about uh, let's talk about AFI then. So I do love that song. Um, I don't love it as much as Arc Arsenal. Tell tell me what you love about the AFI song. Uh, the so. The fact that he, they're doing that with one guitarist always blew my mind. Incredible. Um, I mean, Jade in the studio, Puget. of course, they're doubling it. Of course, but, of yeah. course, of course. Um, it's just, I don't know. I love the feel. I love the, so they're very starkly different because like I said, the At The Drive-In song, it exactly brings me to a Baton Rouge, Louisiana July sweaty ass night in a living room of mm-hmm. some guy's house that we absolutely destroy. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude, that happens. It's so much fun. So much fun. Just spilled beer it. and broken lamps. I love it. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, the AFI song is autumn night driving through the country. Uh, I mean, just, and more, it was it was it was peacoats, scarves, and um, I guess it, it tickles my emo side. I mm-hmm. think is why um, I like the I like the lyrics. I like the um, it, it borderline Tim Bor- Tim Burton core. Like you know, they're kind totally. of they're very yep. much the the hot topics type thing. I, I think I just like that vibe more. That's just my predilection. Sure. Totally. Yeah, I think it's like the kind of punk rocker in me 
that responds to at the drive-in really strongly. Very much so. Well, AFI, uh, I, I love them. Lo- local-ish to where I grew up, East Bay. I grew up in the South Bay of the San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, yeah, love that band. Love ver- love many of their eras. Got into them when they were just a screamy kind of punk band. Um, but at the drive-in goes on to my, thanks to my own uh, veto. Yeah, Next up... That- the other side, one of the other sides of the At The Drive-In. There's At The Drive-In, Sparta, and Mars Volta, all three of whom made it into round two. Uh, now we got Sparta versus Dead Poetic. And from Sparta, we get While Oceana Sleeps. so good sharp left turn i love that chorus i think it's incredible. i liked the um what is that pinch harmonic or like what is that yeah, the, it, it's some kind of guitars uh, just harmonics yeah uh, i saw i was like how do they play that i was like where are they playing this on the guitar and i found a live video of them from around that and it was on a loop they just oh. yeah, i think it's probably hard to play or some weird sound that they got it going in the studio yeah, it it's almost sounds like um like they're playing on the like knocked loose counting worms like on the uh what do you call it? I'm not a guitarist. Yeah, up the top, bridge? Yeah. Up uh, top, no, the neck, up the no. neck yeah. No, no, the, yeah, what is that called? Like up above the neck where the tuners are and stuff. The headstock. <laughs> the twisty the headstock. tuner, the headstock, yeah. the headstock. Okay, that's up against Paralytic by Dead Poetic from the album Vices. Holy shit, dude. I like that I like that part of the song. You you got dude, that uh Dead Poetic, by the way. 
Oh. Dude, you, that's you're so, just so gonna uh, force me to keep El Paso in via no, veto. Dude, no, don't you fucking you're basically, do that. So, you're saying right, you're, wait, wait, you're right. non-vetoing my veto here. Hold up. Okay. So let's just let's talk about it. Number one, <laughs> I find it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's chop it up. Number one, I find it extremely interesting that both of those songs very similar in vibe. Uh, they were both kind. Yeah. Oh come on, dude. Like comparatively to their last tracks. Both of those were kind of slow jam baby makers with yeah yeah cool mid tempo for sure yeah weird yeah with, with little like boom 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 I thought things the, in the I background. thought the Sparta track did it better but yes I I see what you're saying well yeah. of course you did Dan well and the uh, the guitar work like I love gin like I love how you can hear in Sparta the particular kind of guitar work and and sensibility that Jim brought to At the Drive In I realize I'm just like a much bigger At the Drive In fan than you are and so it's just meant yes. more to me. Did you do you like the Mars Volta well, more? Is that like where it hit for you more? I do. Okay, I do. that makes sense. So, and number two though, this is also a funny observation: is that Dead Poetic song? I the drums on it are I phenomenal. I wonder is that especially record, the chorus? Will you look up the Dead Poetic album Vices and see if Aaron Sprinkle produced that? I I would look it up, but I am literally feeding Stellan right now with I'm using both hands. I'm gonna have to do a. A fancy maneuver here when it's time to use the mouse again. Um. Yes. The, okay. And it was uh, produced by Aaron Springer. Yeah, I think he did both the um, records. And yeah, yeah um, really I was good. about to say, I was about to say, damn, that was very Deftones. It's, uh, Chino yeah. is on that song. Oh, he's literally on that song. Wow. Yes, dude. That's. Yeah. I think. Um. I wonder what part. Maybe the. I don't know. Uh, that song is going on my like Spotify. I completely forgot about it. Um, is Vices after um, it New must be. Yeah, it must be. It's 06. So it must be when they kind of tried to reform two years later. But, you know, he had like left the band. Maybe I don't even I guess it's the same singer. I don't know enough about the oh, band. It sounds like. But, dude, yeah. that's a that is a song right there. Well, that's why it's their second biggest song. Um, All right, man, Dead Poetic goes on. I'm not going to veto you twice. Oh, in that's a row. right. That's right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, and I had Jesse Sprinkle on my podcast, mm-hmm. and that he drummed on that song. Oh, nice. He had some sweet. Yeah, he had. Or no, I'm sorry. He drummed on that and album. On the album. Me, yeah, I figure. Yeah, he, he had some things to say about leaving that band. Okay. Well, you you are known for Check your gossip. As we determined last time. Stop. Part. Stop, dude. You're going to miss. Stop <laughs> you it. You did it on the Screamo one. Is it? You did is it on the Screamo one, it, too. Listen, bro. Is it gossip or is it insider baseball? Is it gossip or is it journalism? This It's journalism. <laughs> this is what the... Okay. So people tune into podcasts to just need. like... To just hear like everything they already know. No, dude, I'm giving you the inside. Wow. You are giving well, me... Whole- you are giving me exclusive hearsay. <laughs> it's exclu it's from the horse's mouth that dude. one is that I one will. is you had jesse on yeah that's true thank okay. you like he, okay it's but literal some of the other ones i guess there we did find legitimate journalism on the scientology dog killing uh Ced- thank you. cedric situation so thank fair you enough. i accept your apology okay all right well sparta we're gonna we're gonna see you later we've still got at the drive-in and mars volta remaining alive in the tournament so uh obviously that's the band that two of the members went um, after the breakup of of the Drive-In, and they did Sparta, and I I was I slept on them kind of because I was I was more into the Cedric and Omar craziness of Mars Volta, but I'm I'm coming around to Sparta. I am really can, coming to enjoy them. Can I make a confession? Mm-hmm. I could probably not recognize another at the Drive-In song besides "Cut Your Ribbon." 
I didn't listen to him. Yeah. Well, you mean Sparta. Cut your ribbon in Sparta. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, one arm scissor. See? Scissor? See? Look at that. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. Next up, Sound of Animals Fighting. Hey, uh, cut that. Cut that. Edit no, that's okay. <laughs> Sound of Animals Fighting versus the Mars Volta. So we're, we're sticking around. We still mm. got one foot in El Paso. Sound of Animals Fighting, we get from the same record, Tiger and the Duke. Act one, Chasing Sons. heard that and gone whoa hell yeah what was that yeah that's kind of my reaction and other people might have heard that and thought that deserved like a strobe light epilepsy uh warning in sonic form yes it was a lot however it's up against something that is also a lot which is roulette dares by the mars volta a parenthesis the haunt of the haunt of that's right Jeez, I bro. dare you Jeez, to. I dude. dare you to pick Sound of Animals fighting. No, right? no, okay. and here and here, no Mars Volta. And here's okay. why. So number one, I can, we can. I think we can both agree that that Sound of Animals fighting song caught you off guard. That that was really good. I liked a lot about it. It's like maybe fifteen percent too much, but I it, I really yes. liked what they were going for. Is, I liked a lot of moments about it. It is a lot. It's a lot. It is. It is. It is a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a lot. Um. And once again, how you could probably bullshit someone into convincing them that that was a Mars Volta song. Yeah, I mean, you, have to, you have to kind of fudge the vocals a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, well, you could be like, this is later on when he was trying something new. I mean, you could do it. I could do it. Hey, guys, that was the Mars Volta with uh, <laughs> Act One Chasing Sons. This was when he was in Scientology. The Mars Volta. So here's, here's why I picked that is because it had everything that the sound of animals fighting song had, but then it had a banger catchy chorus 
with the words exoskeletal. I know. Like the yeah. fact, like that's your chorus and it works. Okay. And it's it's You're an good. all-time riff. Exoskeletal. Yeah, it's 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 almost um like um what is the name? Anisio Morricone. Any Ennio Morricone, yeah. Any yeah. yeah, it's very western yes. like spaghetti um, western, yeah. Muse, Knights oh. of Sidonia. Oh, you just made me that's... like it even more. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Sound of Animals fighting, but but good show. Way to get it to round two. Next up, do, Dan- do we get um uh do we get a parting song? Just a just a clip. Uh, okay, all right. Do um go to their go to their thing. Oh God, the Heretic. This is a wildly different song. The Heretic. Uh, is, Here we go. It is beautiful. From Sound of Animals fighting. Does this look like that? Sucker for the left turn by the loud band. It's it's very you true. Really are. I just realized that has a lot of similarities to uh, Straight Light Run, Big Shot with that um, drum machine. Go. Yeah, we're figuring out. I what have you a love. type. You got a type. I have a type. You got a type. Okay. All right. I I got time for uh, this. This we'll do one more. Okay, one more, up. and then and then we will break. But this will still probably be all part of part two for listeners. But we're gonna do one more here before. I go into full-time Stellan care. Dance Gavin Dance versus Me Without You. From Dance Gavin Dance, we get, and I told them I invented Times New Roman. (laughs) 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 That's so dumb, (laughs) So dumb, but I like, I approve of that song title. Here we go. I'd never heard that track from them. That is a really cool song. It's cool. Yeah. I put it on my list, but it does come up against torches together by me without you. The opening track from catch for us. The foxes. Here we go. 
Talk about Jed's lyric corner. I'm afraid yeah, and you're dude. afraid and everyone's afraid and everyone knows it, but we don't have to be afraid anymore. Why well, throw away a page when you can, or rip out a page when you can throw away the book? Dude, it's so good. He's so good. I was I was listening to me without you today and just in awe of his You know what's funny is so um it's me without you, by the way. I think yeah. <laughs> uh what what's funny is so I think it was before God, pale horses or and I think and after he met up with some um, and people will definitely fact check me on this, but he met up with some um, guru, someone who basically a spiritual advisor who told him like you are you take way too much pride in your lyrical ability. And so he basically switched his lyric writing to just things that sound. So it's kind of gibberish. It's not gib. It's, it's Aaron Weiss gibberish though. It's like just words that words as instruments. So like they fit. So you look at pale horses and like, it doesn't really make sense, but it sort of does. And apparently it was a direct uh, response to this guy telling him like, Hey, this, this is one of your things. You should probably chill out on like, you're, you're getting interesting. Way too prideful. That is interesting. Very cool. I don't know if I, I don't know if I co-sign that kind of a. He, well, he, analysis. he definitely marches to his own beat. Sure. You know? Yeah. More power does. to him. That man has conviction. I don't know much about dance, Gavin dance. They're from Sacramento. Just a couple hours down the road for me. That's I, cool. That is a, that is a troubled band, dude. Like what's the hot guy oh, on da- Dance Gavin Dance? Uh, I mean Johnny Craig is the f- I had him on the podcast. If you want to hear about how Johnny Craig uh, got fired from Dance Gavin Dance, that's an interesting story. Um, and they just had the bassist, I believe, that overdosed and died. That was really sad. And then Till- Tillian, the current singer, just got me tooed by some girl that sent out all like his texts. But apparently it was I don't know. It's a whole mess where he was super drunk after the death of that guy. So who knows, but there, so they took kind of a hiatus or he went to rehab or something. So now they're back. They've just really like with singers, they've had a lot of issues. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Um, but you know, what's but not they're great. But you know, what's uh, not bad. <laughs> what's that doing this tournament with you, Jed? That's not Ooh, bad. Oh boy. I love it. Um, so we will, it'll just sound to listeners like we're coming back from a break, but I'll see you another night and we'll keep going at this. Sounds good. We got halfway through round two. I feel good about that. We could probably do it in one more sitting. I'm thinking. Yeah. We'll see. Well, then we just have to come up with the next idea. Okay. We're back. I don't know if this is part two, three, or three. four, frankly, but I don't know what it'll end up being. Is 
it's taking a while, but it's really fun. We're having a very good time uh, talking about aughts, post-hardcore. I saw someone call it oughties. Like like eighties, I think I don't uh, think I'm into that. I don't think no. I'm into that. No, the not the naughty oddies. Yeah, not into it. Not Audis. into not into oddies. No, uh, but it is two thousands post hardcore, and we are in the middle of round three here, and uh, we are now going to see Fear Before the March of Flames go against Circa Survive. So for Fear Before. We get taking Cassandra to the end of the world party. Have you heard this song before? I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. Take us to Jed's lyric corner here briefly, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, in the 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 music video. It's like the um, it's about the um, the whore of Babylon. Dude, I fucking hate that song. I hated that. Did you really? I was like, I was like, am I not ready for post hardcore tonight, or what's going on? And I don't really care about Circus Survive, but I'm excited to get to the next match. Okay, yeah, I want to hear what you hated about afterwards. There was, I didn't like anything, any of any of the parts or any of the lyrics or any oh of the overall God. vibe, but it, it's a, okay. got a little bit of that kind of sass core thing. A little Very bit. Of, much. And, and I think one thing we're figuring out is you like that more than I do. I don't really this, like that stuff. Okay. You never wore your belt to the side is what you're saying. No, uh, I okay. am a homophobic is what I'm saying. No, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> it's just not, you know, it's not for me. Like, yeah, sure. Man. Okay. Blood brothers, like they poke through it because some of their instrumentation is so gnarly and incredible, but I don't really like the, even their vocals and they're certainly the best of that, of that particular kind of it, you know? All right. Anyway, this is up against Circus survive act appalled.
Yeah, that's a banger. I get why people like that, but I don't. It's just not for me. I have this. I have the least invested in this matchup of any matchup well, in Pretty Good Vibrations his tournament history. I think. So lucky for you. Just do what you do. What you want. Tell us what you want about those songs. I believe that there are people like you who love them. Uh, Fear before, dude. Fear it's before going to the Fear march before. Yeah, that song. Uh, Rebrought so that that album is ex- well they haven't gotten knocked out yet but that album was extort that began like their like sort of division into okay. what they would become and like probably led to them sort of breaking up eventually but uh I dude it so really the music video I'm a big music video guy like a song sounds differently when you're watching it on the music video agree or disagree mm. um. I think I, I think that's less true for me. Yeah, I don't I don't okay. think I'm as I don't think I'm as wired that way. Okay, you're not very visually. I don't know. Like I I, I don't think so. I mean, even like with lyrics but, and stuff. Like I listen to lyrics less than other people. I think I'm really. I think I am most interested in the music itself, melody, and and just. But I don't know. Don't you literally score things for a living? Y- yeah. Yeah. Like like visual medium? Well, uh not much anymore. I don't I don't do oh, okay. a ton of like uh custom work. I, I was about I will to, take to get you fired if that no, was no, the no, case. No, no, no. I'll take commission. <laughs> but that's not really like obviously I recognize that visuals and music are, you know, enhance each other and all of that stuff. What I'm saying is for me if I know a song well, Mm. Uh, it doesn't, you know, having the music video play I, or not play doesn't really change how I hear it is what I'm saying. I, for, I, so I'm, I guess I'm speaking more about new songs. Like for instance, uh, landmarks new track came out. I listened to it on my phone. I was like, that's pretty good. And I put my headphones on and I watched the music video and I was like, Oh, this song rules. By the way, it's called creatures. That shit is a banger, dude. French creatures people are landmark. crushing it right now. All right. So, yeah, we're going with uh, Fear Before the March of Flames. All right, sweet. Um, I See have a little, Anthony do Green. To, do you need to say anything? Oh, is he out, out now, but is Seosin still in? Are they still alive? Oh, wait. Wait, Seosin's no, not in this tournament. that was from the Screamo tournament. Yeah. They're not in this tournament. You're no. totally right. And okay. so, so, Sound of out. Animals Fighting is out too, right? Yes. Yes. They're out. So Volta beat them, yeah. He's gone. So Anthony Green's out. That probably one of the people that contributed most to the genre is kicked out That's... by the band by the song that Dan hates the most. No, no, no. I didn't hate it the most. I I had the least invested in who won. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Now th- those weren't those are not the my least two favorite songs that I've heard. Uh, I just meant like I just didn't. I had yeah, no, no, no dog in the fight. No right, dog in the fight. Fair. Okay, so the next matchup is Thrice versus Manchester Orchestra. However, <gasps> however, no. I want to do a little. Uh, you gonna cherry pick? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna just drop in a little dollop of joy uh, that is Thrice related Ooh. on on my way in. So I was listening to a playlist that was shuffling the other day, and Music Box by Thrice came on from Vihisu. Okay. Now the story. Do you know this song? I maybe not by name. Maybe by when I listen to it. So the story goes, as I understand it, 
uh, one of them might've been Tepe guitarist on tour in Japan or somewhere in Asia purchased a music box that had a really cool kind of a song, you know, like some sort of classical, you know, piece mm-hmm. in the music box and they sampled it okay, and then I wrote do know this the song. riff and they wrote the riff around the progression of the music box. That's amazing. Now, I hope that that story is totally true. It, there, it may be like some slightly less cool version, but that's such a cool story. And it's a great song. And the riff is cool. So I'll, I'll play a little bit of the beginning just to, so you can hear what I'm talking about. That that becomes clear. Uh, but then the little dollop of joy is actually not about that. I just I can't. Oh, go so past double dollops. Double yeah, dollops. That's pretty awesome. We're double dolloping. But this this part's worth hearing. so cool but the other part the other dollop is also instrumental and it's in the bridge and for just like 15 seconds they go full like stoner metal and it's so great Okay. I was going to say that Dude, sounds like the sword. It sounds like full on the sword. Here's Freya by the sword. So Dude, great. I it is great. I cannot stand stoner metal for this reason. Really? Because when the Dude, because it's sweat Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and that's all anyone wanted to listen to, and that's all anyone wanted to play, and it drove me crazy. Wow. Well, I didn't I, have that experience at all. Uh, I, had, I had no. Well, I had one one dollop also of of a famous sampling uh, the music box things. Vale of Maya. Are you familiar with them? Uh. Uh-uh. So they're like a super genty uh, syncopated band, and this YouTuber made fun of them was like i dude they suck like all they do is go like and so they sampled that and then used that to make the breakdown oh my gosh what's the song called okay let's see if it's let's see if it's punisher yeah yeah all they have is just brown That's awesome. The best troll. So that great. dude. That's a great That troll. dude wrote one of the most iconic gent riffs ever. And like when they play it, it shows everybody sings along. That it's great. So funny. So funny. All right, let's let's get this matchup. Okay, oh, here God, we go. Thrice versus Manchester Orchestra. From Thrice, we get the artist. No, Stare at the Sun. We already got the artist in the ambulance. Stare at Ooh. the Sun by Thrice. 
kind of a straightforward not their best pop tune by them it was a single yeah so that's why it's big well off are they that level like do you think that's all he has to do uh i believe that thrice is dustin's full-time job yeah yeah i would i I hope so i mean we're we're kind of buddies we're we're buds we're we're buds ask him what his net worth is next time we talk to him certainly not gonna do that (laughs) tell him tell him that your your friend wanted to know oh my gosh okay Uh, but i know i know it's his i know it's his full-time job and i and and i'm sure like a lot of my friends who tour that's it's tough to give miss your kids and you know stuff like that um but it's also great to play music for a living uh speaking of great a pretty great manchester orchestra song i've got friends feels like on the line of post hardcore there that feels a lot more like emo but emo is a type of post hardcore of course how you split it's splitting hairs but that yeah, one feels i feel a like bit we're gonna make like people mad yelly rock yelly indie rock yeah you know? I, f- I feel like we're gonna make people mad because song cause, to song because we're Manchester's gonna give it because we're gonna give it to manchester i think they win they have to. I think they, they do. They have to, unless and you do. Unless you you pull a card. Well, that's like your a, choice. A if you want to pull one, you're. What's you're the able. Ne- Let me see what the next song is. But you want thrice to go on, huh? You'd like to give it. Well, the next song is Deadbolt. Jeez. I kind of want to hear if oh, you like that better God. or Deadbolt. I'm kind of curious. Oh. oh, this is. I can't. I can't make. I can't. Oh God. D- oh, do it. Go. No, okay. don't do it. No, okay. Don't All do right. it. We're not doing it. All right. Okay. So that means that thrice is eliminated, which means let's talk a little bit about this song. I've got friends. I I read at the time that they were going for a kind of like a Pinkerton, a Weezer Pinkerton vibe with a real messy recording and uh, you know, lots of 
um, noise and guitar feedback and, you know, just feeling real raw in the room. And I got to say, it, it, it quite worked. Like they, they pretty much accomplished that. It doesn't sound like Pinkerton, but I think that like listening just now, all of that came through for me in the best way. I was like, oh, I, I recognize all that. It's fully working. They are, when he's yelling and they are a loud rock band, which they don't do as much anymore, right? Uh, I don't know. Live, maybe, live, live, they do. live they oh must. my God. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm not familiar with their last few records really. So, except the one with the, it, uh, the not one with like the tree this. on it. Yeah. It's not quite this. Not like this. No, yeah. this was, this was kind of, really, this was, this, this was, um, this is their loudest. This yeah. is their, uh, their, yeah, sloppiest, whatever you want to yeah, call that's it. A good word it's got, um, yeah. And like with the with the album cover too, it does almost have like a saloon feel, like a western kind of yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, dude, his his voice crack yells too are just so like yeah. ear candy. It's so great, just crush. It's it. just really working, and it did win. But Thrice is going to get elegized here. So Thrice is a band from Irvine, California. Well, where are they from? I guess they're from Irvine, Orange County, sure. whatever. And uh, they were a huge deal uh, in my life and my friends' lives because they were like, you know, Dustin was this genuine Christian guy and they were making absolute top tier heavy music of the Mm -hmm. type that we loved, you know, bands like Thursday, bands like At The Drive-In. Uh, they were like up there with those bands. And then of course they got signed to Island and did artists in the ambulance and Vihisu at least on Island. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, beggars. Is that the other one? Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, they, they got pretty big. Um, I love their music still to this day. I, I love uh, a lot of the more recent stuff too. Yeah. And they came back and a had a radio, band. two radio hits with, uh, Hurricane and um, and then because Seether covered Black Honey. Who's Seether? Uh, f- I think it was Seether. Uh, it was basically an, um, a, a shitty dad rock new metal band. Okay, that's that's usually- who I thought. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, that band. Um, yeah, yeah. So they they've so kept they had doing a little really cool stuff. What is your favorite? Do you have a favorite Thrice song? Um, <laughs> it's. One of them is Child of Dust, which is very bizarre. That once again, that'll be a left field. Let's um, not do another left field. Okay. Then um Red Sun is up there. I mean Red Sky. Red uh, Sky. Yeah. Oh, and oh God. Actually, like um, yeah, not left field though, but uh it has to get an honorable mention from To Be Everywhere is um click on it just so I can see the names. Uh there, yep. Scroll down. Yeah, Salt and Shadow. It's probably the best song they've ever written. I love um, Hurricane also on this record. Too. This is a 2016 record. Let's play let's play a little to, Hurricane. Uh, oh, oh. What? Okay, or Awaken Arise the Dead. Let's do oh like Awaken Avenge Dead from the early stuff. Awaken Avenge Yeah. Gosh, I do. I love the early stuff too. But let's just, you know what? Bands don't always do Hurricane, write yeah. a song as good as this this late into their career. So let's give them props. So this is Hurricane by Thrice. Oh.
Dude, what an opener. Yeah, he also seriously. wrote my favorite worship album that's ever been written. Uh, the Blood in the Water. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Un- unbelievable. Well, we love you thrice. You see you next yeah, time. Yeah, we love you so much that I kicked you off the tournament. Well, it's okay. Now we've got Taking Back Sunday versus Thursday. And from this Taking is... Back Sunday, you know, we they they've kind of handicapped. We've heard some songs of theirs before. So this is this was a single from uh, the oh. third record. It's called Liar. It takes one to know one. Oh, oh. at all my favorite taking back sunday i don't really listen to that song so we differ there that's okay it's got a little yeah. bit of that a little bit of that sassy boy swagger uh yes. interesting next track for thursday apparently really big album track standing on the edge of summer from full collapse surprised me that this is so high but let's hear it If you will remember uh, when I was telling you about how I was trying to introduce this music to uh, a girlfriend, she's like, it's so angry. And I was like, no, read the lyrics. Yeah. That was the line I showed her where it said, when you leave, you leave nothing but broken hearts. And she was like, oh my God, it's so sad. Uh, Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, it's gotta go, right? Oh oh my God, Um, yes. I want to, I, can we just play a little Take My Sunday song to, to yeah, of course sit? you can. I really like the opening track of the first record. There's no I yeah, it's Yes. And it's, it's what I was saying in an earlier part where it's like, they are at their best when the two of them are like kind of singing and screaming over each other. And it's this like dual melody percussive counterpoint thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what, you know, what's a great idea for a genre of music to do that in fucking hardcore. Or post hardcore, yeah. Like, 
what? That's a great time to do that. That is oh, not, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a smooth ramp. Oh, oh, sleeper does it exceptionally well with, uh, Shane and Micah. Yeah. So here's a little bit of, there's no I in team. Uh, sorry. That's not the song I meant. <laughs> this is, the song I wanted is the opener. You know how I do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's what I meant. So sick, so sick of being tired and also tired of being safe. We're both such magnificent liars. So crush me, baby. I'm all in. Dude, and I'm getting to see all these album playthroughs at when we were young this year. It's going to be uh, so fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah. If I thought I had a remote chance of being able to stand the physical process of being at that festival, I oh, would it's gonna maybe be, try and go. It's going to be brutal. Um, you know who, dude, you know who can't stop talking about taking back Sunday's new album? Uh, Nate. Nate Henry. Oh, really? Loves it. Loves it. Okay. He I, is. He is. He, yeah. Especially in, uh, he was, he was, he kept comparing it to the new Blink 182 and how like that's just processed trash and this new Taking Back Sunday is, is great. It is, I haven't dove fully, but it definitely is the best stuff they put out in a long time. In a since while. probably, since probably, um, uh, louder now for sure. Well, I liked a good bit of the one that had like the ocean on the cover. Oh, title. I yeah, think, maybe title wave. Title wave, including title that wave. song. That's a good song. Yeah. But okay, so they're out. So that means we got our last, uh, last matchup of round two. You know, Blood Brothers surprised everybody. Took out Brand New, and now they go up against Blindside, who you don't really have a relationship with. So I could see Blood Brothers winning this easily. Here is set fire to the face on fire. So intense that it woke the child. That the was headphones. that's tough, dude. That that's a tough hang. I recognize that it's good. Like I want to be so, clear, it's good. But I I will never play that again in my life. Well, here, <laughs> the thing with their a lot of their songs is 
they they will have a break where you're like, oh, thank God. And it's like this purposeful. That's why I was like, sure. so you kind of have to get yeah. to the break in a lot of the song because it's literally like it is intense, intensely abrasive. And then it's this like cathartic release yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. No, it, I get it. Yeah. Tension and release. Yeah, I no, mean, yeah. I, I can see people really digging it. Um, I think this is the better and best blindside song. So interesting here. I, I, I kind of doubt they'll be able to unseat one of your favorites, but I really love this song. It's called Sleepwalking. Uh, by Blindside. wanted to hear you to hear how they go back into that verse there getting back into the i don't know it's uh it's that's a cool song i am gonna go with the blind side really you that's a better song dan oh my gosh blind side that's i'm i'm really going by song song here and everyone appreciates your honesty everyone appreciates your authenticity your honor sir your uh, faithfulness. Um, I got to play. Hurts. I have to play something from Blood Brothers because this is in my mind among some of the like. If I did my own personal top ten pump up sections of music, like, bro, I, I, in order to save my child. I have to lift a very heavy thing <laughs> and I need the best 30 seconds of music, you know, on my phone to get me to get my child saved. It just might be this song. Wow. also a lot but for me it's just perfect that uh it must be like a synth bass like that oh dude yeah 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 it, it could be actually it, it's maybe a guitar through like a, a weird pedal or something but i always assumed it was a keyboard whatever it is it is the coolest sound and i don't know it just gets me so pumped up go to for my parting words for them go okay. to uh crimes the album and um Peacock Skeleton with Crooked Feathers. And, uh... 
God, my cat is sneezing all the Did you hear that? Yeah, I could hear that sneeze. Jeez, quit it, Milo. God, dude. Um, okay, any any eulogy for for just that just that I don't think they'll ever play again, and it's so sad. Like people have been clamoring for that reunion, and apparently it's just like not gonna happen. They're just they're amazing. They're an amazing band. Yeah. They were very influential. Um and I got Rocky Votolato, isn't that the guitarist? And he did a solo project. I think Rocky and Cody were both in Blood Brothers. That's it. That's it. Or maybe Cody's in it and Rocky's not. I don't remember. I could, maybe I think, Robbie's I not. I think it's the latter. Yeah, I think, yeah, 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 I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, they're awesome. Yeah. Well, Go listen to them. Now we've got At the Drive-In versus the upstart Dead Poetic. Um, this is a pretty incredible... Uh, this is Invalid Litter Department by At The Drive-In, and I, I have to choose whether to play kind of the main section of the song or the incredible like bridge outro. This was your veto, wasn't it, At The Drive-In? Yeah, I vetoed them okay. past AFI. So now I got to yep. kind of prove myself to you. I'm going to go with the outro. I'm going to have it both ways, and I'm going to do some of the chorus and some of the outro riff. That's what I'm going <laughs> to okay, do Okay, all instead. right. Okay. I, I liked what I'm hearing so far. Dancing on the corpse's ashes pretty good that was pretty good and it's up against by dead poetic the song the dream club murders from new medicines gonna be dead poetic oh my dude. gosh you're <laughs> such a you're such a scene guy um listen that's oh, fine i'm dude. not gonna double veto at the drive-in to keep that's like buying your i fucking, saw you like that I, let no, the jury I'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna talk show. about it i'm gonna talk about it don't worry uh 
I'm not going to like double veto at the drive-in through like I'm like I'm some rich fuck buying his kid into Harvard. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right, so I'm going to let Dead uh, like like Lori Laughlin. Um, I will say though, I that Dead Poetic song, I did like it. I I I some, what I will do is I don't primarily use Spotify, so I heart songs in Spotify during recording, and then I go back later and I add them into my Apple Music. So I was like, oh, you know, I, I like this song. That should This should be on my, like, po- playlists where Dead Poetic would show up, you know, like my workout playlist, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm going to add that. But uh, I, I noticed myself, though, at the beginning because of how much I love at the drive-in. You know how uh, if you, you know, like someone's dating someone else, you're about to meet them, or someone's bringing someone else you're going to meet, and maybe they're, like, competitive with you. And so you, like, you start with this assumption you will not like the person until they win you yes. over. I yes. literally felt myself feeling that toward the song. And then I, I quickly realized and that I was like, I'll just hear it on its own merits. Yeah, I don't like it as much as at the drive-in, but it is a good song. And I, I did I did heart it. That's true. It's so well produced. Yeah. At the drive-in, I mean, man, they only have the one record in the 2000s. So they will be in the 90s slash early emo tournament. Uh, they'll at least be in the running to be in that tournament from their In Casino Out and Via stuff. So I won't play any of that right now. I mean, we heard my three favorite songs from the record. We'll let them go. But, man, just love them. Thanks for, thanks for competing at the drive-in. Appreciate it. Your own selves, two of you and your other band, are in the next matchup. The Mars Volta are going up against our beloved, beloved Me Without You. And from Mars Volta, oh. we get Ariatarka, again from Deloused in the Comatorium, which is by far their most popular album. Those lyrics. <laughs> I mean, they don't make any sense ever. I mean, to the to you maybe. <laughs> are they are they take, like drugs? Take about an take about an eighth of mushrooms, Dan. They'll make plenty of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that Dude, aligns well <laughs> with their public image. Um, okay, up against from me without you. Tie me up, untie me from Catch Rest the Foxes. Which, by the way, is this a tie me up, tie me down? The Pedro Almodovar film reference. That would I be... know some of the words you just said. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> Tell me up on time. Probably. I love this probably. song. I love this song. I was looking at the leaves, climbing to the tops of the trees, but you were nowhere to be found. Just beneath all the green, you were buried like a little seed among the roots and underground. I was looking at the leaves. Sickness and I caught my sweetheart moved away, swept off like our 
and me without you of course we are yeah yes of course we are uh let's talk about that song uh i mean that so that is my least listened to album of theirs catch trust the foxes i think it's definitely their biggest album so that's interesting i think Ah! brother sister is close i mean these are their top three songs and they're all from that record yeah so yeah yeah, I suppose. I just feel like they really came into their own with uh, Brother Sister. I think that's true. I think they really found it all, but I they're so close for me. Uh, I just I love them so much. I'm I'm of the weird camp that uh, It's All Crazy is probably my favorite of theirs. It's All Crazy, It's All false. Yeah, that's a weird, that is a weird camp to be in. It is, where man. Where just people... gets singing about animals and... A lot of acoustic, it's all, a lot of, like it's neutral all milk Aesop hotel. fables. Yeah, it's all Aesop yeah. fables. Oh, I, I fucking love neutral milk hotel. Okay, well then that that tracks. Um, I, there's not much else to say about the Mars Volta. We're just great. I'm just grateful they exist. Usually, most of it's too much for me, but you know, five to seven of their songs, I'm just like, I'm here for this every time. It's it's. Incredible. I love uh, the widow. Is yeah, probably yeah, dude. Such from a great, Francis the Mute. Great song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on. We're, we're, we're building up our uh, Mount Rushmore here. We've got two of our four presidents. Next up, Fear Before the March of Flames versus Manchester Orchestra. And from Fear Before, we get My Effing Deer Hunter.
That's kind of stoner metal, dude. You don't like that riff, huh? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, that's that's that is at the bottom of Manchester for songs you. for me. Yeah. Well, it's, we can do a rain delay, or you can just give it to Fear Before the March of Flames. I mean, that's a I'm way more post hardcore song. I'm also. giving it to Fear Before the March of Flames, yeah. dude. Post hardcore is so sticky to define. All right, so they so they move on. I liked that song, man. I I did. I liked it a lot more than the previous one. I was into yeah. it. I'm I'm surprised for, to see them go this far. Although you know, my guests' favorite bands, you know, they tend to do pretty well in these things. I, I did lobby real hard for that. <laughs> yeah, you wanted them in, uh, and now I see why. But I'm why. being I'm yeah. being fair. I'm yeah. being fair. Uh, Manchester Orchestra, you know, they'll be on another tournament, like an indie rock tournament or something like yeah. that. Do we need to say anything about the greatest band of all time? Are they one of your absolute favorite bands? Right now, like literally, I'm like following them like the Beatles, like the dead. Like wow. me and Georgia have, yeah. I think we saw them like three times last year. Well, dude. Yeah, just, cool. I love them. I'm, we're real, real into them right now. Sweet. Okay. Uh, so that brings Thursday up against Blindside. And from Thursday, we get for the Workforce Drowning, which I love. gotta get to the drum the uh the little drum breakdown dude we gotta have, we, right, gotta, we yeah, gotta right, go. wrap this thing up all right, all right okay all right, all right. We're, are we close uh pretty, getting pretty close we almost got the, the right. final four here all right that song is up against a blind sign song i don't even know this song it's called swallow it's from about a burning fire which was released in 04 uh, i think in it on a label in sweden and then licensed to no, I guess the first record was Tooth and Nail. This was a major label, I think. Electra. Here's Swallow. That pitcher's getting pulled out in the third inning. Um, Boy, yeah. I'd like to swallow that song down and shit it out. <laughs> oh my god! So, wow, it's awful. Jeez, they're your and they're your brothers in Christ. Come on, Jed. Well, we all we all are sinners. I should say this was two thousand four, so they, maybe they forty have a forty percent chance or less of still being Christians. Um, that was okay. Rough. So Blindside's out. Uh, cool, yep. cool band from Sweden. Thursday goes on uh, for the workforce drowning opening track on War All the Time. 
I, I think it's like, it's like a very extremely unsubtle, like Marxist critique of capitalism. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's so good it's, though. It's like definitely over the top when they're yelling nine to five, nine to yeah, five, dude. which I didn't know that was the lyric and that definitely, I didn't either that, until just now. It definitely makes me like that part a little bit less. Um, but I just think the song just rips sonically. It's so fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So they move on. Now we have the final four. The Mount Rushmore of 2000s post-hardcore, Dead Poetic, Me Without You, Fear Before the March of Flames, and Thursday. I, I bet nobody predicted probably anything even close to that. Coming oh, in. Dead Poetic. I had I didn't. Yeah, that's my surprise is Dead Poetic. Yeah. I would think maybe you, you get at the driving up there. Some people might have thought, you know. Glassjaw. Yeah, maybe Glassjaw, maybe the used. I mean, they, but we had already thrice, raised thrice for, God's for sake. sure. Yeah, thrice. I mean, that was a real bummer of the Spotify uh, situation. Yeah, man. Take like Sunday, brand new. I think some people would have thought they would have gone all the way. Thursday, I think, is not surprising. People who know no. you and I are probably not surprised by me without you, but Dead Poetic and Fear Before the March of Flames are surprises, probably to most people. Um, Dead Poetic, we get narcotic from that second album, Vices. You should have sold yourself for an ounce of attention Getting the world and demanding affection Will you ever be pleased with your own skin? Will you ever refuse what they're asking? You can hide your insecurities with a pretty Manager oh, walks no. slowly toward the. The manager walks oh, slowly toward the mound. No. Yep, he's yep he's taking the ball from the pitcher. Uh, wow, took out his starter oh. in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, it doesn't matter what me without you song we hear, but let's find out it, which it one. It doesn't. It's going to be Wolf I Am and Shadow oh. from Brother Sister. Uh, Wolf Am I? Wolf Am I? Right. <laughs> just keep oh, going was, Jed. Oh, i know we oh, already no, just, went it was long. that one part you were there we right, already you were went there. long you we took we took some fat right. we took some fat from dead poetics butt cheek and we put it <clears throat> reconstructively onto me without you and gave them an the extra lyrics corner seconds. that was my favorite lyric okay, the whole material the world okay. seems the whole material world seems to me like a newspaper headline it expressively demands your attention and may even contain some truth but what's really going on here that's a very jed lyric right there Oh, you're a very Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, okay. 
So me without you, obviously. So I'm gonna, gonna go win. with dead poetic. What, the, what was going on with that <laughs> dead poetic song, dude? I don't know. Was, no wonder they broke up. Little, I don't know about that, but that song was a little, I little know. embarrassing. That was bad. Uh, they it were was, really that impressive. Was a, that was a radio tryhard. Yeah, is what that was. That was like trying for active rock radio, maybe or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Well, we'll benefit yeah, the doubt. Love me without you. They're gonna go on. Uh, second semifinal. The this is the AFC Championship here between. Fear Before the March of Flames and Thursday. From Fear, we get Mouth. Not bad. Is it set? Not bad. Okay, interesting. Is it the is lyrics it are really kind of rubbing me a weird way, and I'm not sure what's going on. There, yeah. Oh, you would, you would hate their the last album they put out. Okay, well, uh, either way, it's up against kind of a chainsaw. Here comes the buzz. Cross out the eyes. Thursday. It's it's e- even better than the last five hundred times I listened to. It. It's just such a great. It's just such a great post hardcore song. It's just perfect. It really is, man. And the next part, which we didn't get to, is like even better. We will rise, dude. That oh that, yeah, yeah. That is just like that is right down the middle of what I wanted pumped directly into my veins when I was nineteen years old. Oh, and and talk about a call response live song of just people. Oh God, dude! Oh my! God. The last time so I good. saw him in a club, they were touring with the Appleseed Cast and Cursive. Yeah, I think like three years ago, yeah. and it was just fucking. So, so elegize fear before the march of flames. You have anything to say about them? We got to hear four just, songs. That's a lot. That's um, 
you know, they, they have uh, two new great bands you should check out called All Human and, um, oh, I'm blanking. It's like Mind something. I'm blanking. Mm. The, the other one is, it just came out. Um, you'll have to do some Googling. I already forgot the name of it, but uh, I love them. I love them. They're so good. Uh, and I, what I would say is go give their last album when they changed their name to Fear Before. The album is called Fear Before. Mm. Go back and at least re-listen to the front half of that album and tell me it is not a certified banger. Well, I, since we're pressed for time, we can't give it a eulogizing song. Yeah. But. Um, I'm going to actually have to figure out what song we're going to hear from Thursday. For some reason, I only got four tracks on here, not five. Maybe we removed one and I'm forgetting right now. But uh, from me without you, we are going to get uh, – a great song, A Glass Can Only Spill What It Contains from Brother Sister. Oh my God. Such a great mm. band. Oh my gosh. It's it's incredible. Okay, from Thursday, this is interesting. The next song up by Plays is called Counting 54321. It is from the album After War All the Time. Yep. A City by City, the, City by the Light Divided. I've never heard this record, I don't think. I've never heard this song. Really? Uh, let's see how it does up against me without this you. This was the the single. Yep. recognition of that chorus but not not really that's a that's a yeah. pretty cool song it's not as good as me without you song no that, me without you takes it they are taking the championship oh dude you know what they're a good enough band and you know it's so funny i i, I don't always wait, 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 i mean wait, they're wait. a good enough band to to win is what i'm saying like they're they're obviously good enough right, to win uh, okay. are they your favorite all band right. of yes. all time that's hard to say they're they're in the top they got to be their top five. Yeah. I think for me, they're a little bit lower, but he's probably my favorite lyricist of all time. And that's worth something. Yeah. 
That is worth something. You're a learned, you're a red man. <laughs> red, red mini leather-bound books. Uh, but, you, and, but, uh, but as we've demonstrated now across two tournaments, you pay a lot more attention to lyrics than I do. Um, I love yeah. them so much. It was so funny. I forgot to mention this. Uh, they toured with Thursday back in the aughts. We saw them in Grand Rapids, Michigan one night because we were, we kind of became, you know, friendly with them after uh, Cornerstone and, and one Warp Tour together. And uh, they did a part of like 06, I think, and got to know them a little bit and uh, just really, really, really love them as people and, you know, did nothing to dim my appreciation for their music. I was already a, yeah. a mega fan at that point. And to have them also just be so cool uh, and different members of that band are cool in different ways. Like they're just like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I could my, just gush. my Mike is super active in the Facebook group, mm. like responds to everyone. Oh, cool. Like um, Aaron is definitely my dream. Inter- and I, not even a recorded, like I would, he is my dream. I just want to sit down at a coffee shop with him and just, I, I listened to, there was this one, cause he never does interviews. And there's this one guy, I guess it was like a friend or something. And he just brought like a tape recorder and they were, they were like walking around a city or something, yeah. but it was just the, the coolest thing. Like the, uh, the guy was the guy. I guess had done DMT the night before, and he was trying to tell Aaron, like, "Dude, you should really try DMT." And oh Aaron's like, "Oh, gosh. oh gosh, I don't think uh, I don't think I need something like that." Um, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> was I like, don't think he does, honestly. No, he doesn't. Um, he's he's got his own. He's got his own. I think he's on. got his own access to what what he needs. Uh, I think yes. we should just call out how rad their 2018 album, which is untitled. Is, the final, uh, their final full length, like they went out on such a high note, and I think it'd just be cool to play a little bit of Julia from that record. Sure, maybe, to, to absolutely uh, to great to music video uh, parodying um, Back to the Future. Oh, I need to see it and a little bit of 1984. Check it out. Here's Julia or Holy to the Lord on the Bells of Horses by Me Without You. The uh, the vocal production on that, like the uh, uh yeah. like the super uh, God, it's kind of shoegazy. It's really cool. Very well. Yeah. They 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 more than a lot of bands. They get into such a good pocket mm-hmm. with the rhythm section. Absolutely. And I mean, dude, that was a, absolutely. I'm very I'm very satisfied with the winner of that tournament. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just. I think it is. I, I agree. True. Yeah. I think the Lord had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, I man. think uh, 
think Christianity prevails again. Every, I know. It's only, only Christian bands. Although at this point, I don't think you could call them a Christian band. I think he's like a, he is like a multi-religious spiritualist uh, mystic guy. Yeah. I think he's, he's still very much on team Jesus though. But I think like not exclusively like he, I think he has multiple religious identities, which is are pretty you, rare. Are, listen, you're calling him a cheater. Cheater no, on the Lord. That's what I'm trying. No, I know, and I, uh, I mean, I, I don't. He has like, I think well, he has like also, an active to be Muslim fair, faith as well. To be, to be fair, also though, if you asked him if he believes in himself, he would say, "I'm not here." So, you he's, know, he's he's out there. Uh, really lovely guy. Yeah. Incredible. Or artist. he's completely right. Yeah, we do not exist. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm, to me, out there doesn't necessarily mean wrong. I just mean he's. Where he like where he thinks and lives and sort of the the intellectual and spiritual sort of world that he kind of the place that he feels comfortable in is out there by definition whether or not it's correct yeah you know it's yeah. out there yeah and uh, I um, in a lot of ways I find myself more in alignment with him than ever but not in all ways it's it's interesting uh, love that band yeah. so so much. And I loved doing this tournament with you, Jed. I did too. This felt like it felt like a month long, and it was great. It's taken us a very long time. It's it's clocking in at five hours of recorded content, but there'll be some gaps. And yes, it'll dude, probably be a, a couple two hour parts <laughs> so or something. Long, it's really dude. really long. Probably closer to four, hey. maybe four and a half. I don't know. We'll see how much. I want to know. Up. Uh, listeners, let us know if you can tell <laughs> the different segments of different <laughs> versions. And for me, by the way, for me, every night I've been doing this starting at ten o'clock. Yeah, so like it's just been this has been late, and Dan has a child on his lap. So yeah. we did this for y'all. We, I mean, I did it for me, but also for you I guys. Did. Listen, shh, they don't know that. Yeah, hopefully you didn't hear too much Stellan uh, crying or snoring. He's snoring right now, but I think it's pretty quiet. You probably could have just blamed it on Anthony Green. Yeah, I could have. Let's blame everything on him. Um, Jed, thank you so much. And uh, Dan, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, dude. Until the next Until one. Until the next one.